Welcome to the First Apostolic Church Podcast. Our church mission is to love as God loves, showing compassion to every soul, thus winning those souls and equipping them to be sent out to plant and to harvest. Thank you for joining us today, and we hope that you are blessed by today's podcast. Feel his presence in this place tonight. Amen. I'm always glad when there is a great song service before you minister. Because truth is, that is the prelude to the message. And I'm glad of that tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. I'm going to turn tonight to 2 Kings, chapter number 2. And uh, I'm praying God would touch us by the message. It's not my message, it's His. Thank the Lord. Hallelujah. I wasn't really sure what I was going to preach because this is just a got to be instant in season and out of season. I know one of you younger guys wish it was you. I was going to say, I did, I'll open the door. Amen. But God is here, and, and that's all that, that matters tonight. He's with us in this service, and he's going to speak to us by the word. 2 Kings chapter number 2. And I'm going to read more verses than I normally would read. You know me, I'm usually read two or three verses and that's it. But I'm going to read, start at verse number seven tonight and read down through 15. And 50 men of the sons of the prophets went and stood view afar off. And they too stood by Jordan. You guys could turn this down a little bit for me. My voice is crack this church so and Elijah took his mantle and wrapped it together and smote the waters and they were divided hither and thither so that they too went over on dry ground and it came to pass when they were gone that Elijah said unto Elisha ask what I shall do for thee before I be taken away from thee. And Elisha said, I pray thee, I want you to notice what he asked for, let a double portion of thy spirit be upon me. What a request. And he said, thou hast asked a hard thing. Nevertheless, if thou see me when I am taken from thee, it shall be so unto thee. But if not, it shall not be so. And it came to pass as they still went on and talked, that behold there appeared a chariot of fire and horses of fire and parted them both asunder. And Elijah went up by the whirlwind unto heaven. And Elisha saw it and he cried, My father, my father, the chariot of Israel, the horsemen thereof. And he saw him no more. 
and he took hold of his own clothes and rent them in pieces. He took up also the mantle of Elijah that fell from him, and he went back and stood by the bank of Jordan, and he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elijah went over. And when the sons of the prophets, which were to view at Jordan, saw him, they said, The spirit of Elijah doeth rest on Elisha. And they came to meet him and bowed themselves to the ground before him. Hallelujah. Heavenly Father, I pray tonight that you would move God in this place. Bring every mind together. Oh, Lord, quicken our spirits and our minds to be lifted up and encouraged, God, by the word of God tonight. Hallelujah. Let it stir our hearts and our minds that, God, you would have your way in this service. In the wonderful name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Y'all start my clock up there. I need that clock. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just to let you all know so you won't scatter right after the end, but we are going to have a, a baptism at the end of service. Thank you, Jesus. Yes, sir. Glory. I'm going to bury Brother Chris in the name of Jesus. Isn't that great? Aren't, I'm just, I'm happy. I'm excited tonight. Thank the Lord. I'm, I'm so glad that he received the Holy Ghost. If you wasn't here when he received, you ought to be. My goodness, I like to see him get it that way. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. What a wonderful Savior. Tonight, I want to preach on this subject for a little while if you'll just entertain me just for a little bit. I want to preach on the mantle of the past. The mantle of the past. Hallelujah. I hope everybody's got a mantle in here. I hope you got one to pass down. Amen. The prophet's mantle was a symbol of spiritual power and was transferred from the prophet to his successor, if you please. You must understand to, uh, that, that a man must be near, or you must be near, your man of God, if there's going to be anything transferred to you from him. Let me, let me say that again. Our man of God preached hard this morning. And if you want any of that to transfer to you, you're going to have to stay near him. You can't follow him afar off, but you're going to have to stay near. Hallelujah. So, come on, parents. Have you anything to transfer to your children? Come on, older people. Come on, us that's getting older. Have we got anything to transfer to the generation before us? Or after us. Hallelujah. I hope there is a transference. Have you got a mantle to pass on? Have you got any anointing to pass on? Would anybody want what you've got? 
In fact, is it dead or is it alive? Glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Notice in the Old Testament times that it was necessary. It was, well, not necessary, but customary. To call the children in before you died and you passed a blessing down to them. It was a normal thing. I don't know. All you parents, I don't know how you're praying. But I'm praying, Brother Mason, that before I pass on from this life, that the God of heaven will give me something to pass down to my children. I want to have a word for them. I want to leave a legacy that I can give them and place in their spirit and in their mind for the days coming. Because I'm going to tell you, my mom and dad has went on and my wife's mom and dad has went on, but I'm going to tell you one thing. They left a legacy with us. They taught us to pray. Come on. They taught us to worship. They taught us to attend church. And they, they taught us so hard that we felt like if we didn't show up, that it was a sin. Come on. I'm talking about passing the mantle down. Glory. Elijah's last hours of his life on this earth were spent with young people. Brother James, hold that. It was spent with young people, the sons of the prophet, the Bible calls them. It were, it were people that he had taught. It was young people that he had taught down through the years. And he began to visit them one more time. That he had taught. Come on. Glory. Hallelujah. And the Bible don't give us any word on it. But I believe there was some word that was passed on down to them. From their teacher if you please. To help them through their life. He had taught them all this time. Now I'm going to leave them with a word. So he visited every school that he taught at. And he passed something down to them. Glory, hallelujah, hallelujah. He began to visit all of those that he taught. I want to tell you something. The last words of individual are the most important words spoken. When we come into this life, we can speak nothing. There's things that, you know, are... Uh, the birth is put in the paper and there's pictures and all of that but we cannot say nothing but I'm going to tell you something before we leave this life we ought to have something to say about God we ought to have something to encouragement and strength for our children and for our grandchildren and great grandchildren there ought to be a legacy to pass down to them hallelujah hallelujah Elisha, we know the story. They walked down to the water. Hallelujah. And Elijah took that mantle and he wrapped it together and he smote the waters. The Bible said, hallelujah. He, he, he took that mantle. This is the first thing, this is the quickest thing I grabbed, so I grabbed it. It'll work. He grabbed that thing and the Bible said he went and he wound that thing up and he smote the waters and the Bible said they parted. Come on. They, by authority, they went hither and thither. 
I don't know about you, but there's some words in there that makes me say, hey, man, them things went and opened up. Amen. And they walked across on dry ground. Come on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I want to take you back to that same spot now that Elijah's been taken away from him. And I want you to realize that Elisha, he had seen, he had walked with this man of God all of these years. And at the end, if you want to read the first part of the story and the last part of the story, you will read how that, uh, he said, I'm going to go here. He said, you stay here. Elijah said, I'm going to go here and I'm going to go there. And he said, you stay here. And he said, no, I'm not leaving you. If I've got to see you when you leave here, then I'm going to see you. I'm not going to miss out on nothing. Come on, church. I'm, I, I'm, I know I might be following pastor a little bit, but the truth is, this morning, you don't know what you miss when you don't come to church. Come on. I remember the days early in this church at Brother Mason. We were afraid to miss one of the nights because you were afraid you was going to miss something. Somebody might receive the Holy Ghost. Somebody might receive their healing. You were so excited about what was going on that you didn't dare to miss. I'm going to tell you, I believe Elisha, he was walking on there that day. He was following Elijah around, thinking, buddy, I'm going to watch every move he makes. I'm going to be right on his heels. I can almost see Elijah. He say, would you kind of let up a little bit? Would you, 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 hey, you've already hit my heels I don't know how many times. Would you back up and let me walk a little bit? Come on, church. We need to follow pastor like that. If you want the anointing that he's got to pass on down to you, you're going to have to follow right at his heels. Hallelujah. Somebody say amen. Somebody say the mantle. Thank you, Jesus. Elisha takes up that mantle. Elijah's taken from him. Bible said he reaches down and he gets that mantle and he picks it up. I don't know, but I believe there was something went on there, Brother Mason. I don't believe he just reached down and picked that up, but I think when he got a hold of that, man, what is in that mantle? There's something going on here. There's something in that. That's not just a blanket. That's not just a cloak. There's something in that thing that shakes me. And i got to find out how it works. I'm about to get happy. I I wonder if we could have enough spirit in us that whenever we dropped our mantle, come on, that the next generation... I hope to God that my grandchildren and great-grandchildren run to take up Paul Paul's mantle to see which of them can get it first. Come on. There's something about the mantle that he's carrying. I don't understand what it is, but there's something in the mantle. Oh. Jesus. So Elisha takes up the mantle. That fell from his master. And I, I don't know, but let, 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 me, let me dream a little bit. Possibly began to remember how it felt when this mantle fell on him the first time. He's plowing in the field. 
Come on. He's plowing in the field. And Elijah walks past him. And he cast his mantle up. I don't believe he's sitting there like you are. <laughs> I believe there's something going on. He said, man, there was something hit me. Whew, there's something going on. And so much so that he left the oxen in the field there real quick. <laughs> Come on, let me go back and say bye to mom and dad. Come on. <laughs> well, what did I do to you? <laughs> I don't know, but there, when you pass that mantle on me, something happened. Come on, church. It ought to be that way in the church today. When an old saint passes from his life, that somebody ought to be seeking to get a hold of what they had. Hallelujah. Let there be something in the mantle that when the mantle falls on them, that they say, whoop, mercy's sakes. Oh, yeah, I'm going to tell you. When mama passed from this life, she was in my house. She was in my office area. We had a bed in there, and I will never forget it. When mama was laying there, and the Lord woke me up. I was supposed to go to work. And the Lord woke me up early in the morning before mama passed and I started hearing her breathing and all at once it was like mama started breathing easy and I come out of that bed and I went to the next room and I got to watch mama take her last several breaths and they weren't hard breaths they were so easy I could tell she wasn't here no longer she was done making her trip church and guess what when that happened Brother Alex, there was a Holy Ghost that swept through our house like a day of Pentecost wind. And I felt that spirit and began to speak in tongues. You know what? I believe Mama was passing the mantle on down to the sun. Come on, church. She was passing it down to our household and everybody that was in it. Glory. Come on, church. We got to have a mantle to pass down. We want to leave a legacy. Come on. Of good things. There's all kinds of people that's got a legacy, but it's not a good legacy. They haven't got anything to good to say about those that went before him. But I pray to God in this church that there's going to be a mantle of good things, of a legacy of good things to say. Hallelujah. And it was proof enough that God did bring the anointing in that house. Because in the very next year, we saw 28 brand new people come to the altar, receive the Holy Ghost, and baptize in Jesus' name. I'm telling you what the Spirit of God will do through a, a mantle, through a legacy of somebody that knew God, that knew, come on, that had an everyday experience with Him. Mama didn't have some of the blessings we have. She could not read. She probably knew more words than some of us sitting in this sanctuary. She'd get out and listen to them on tape. Daddy used to read to her all the time. He read the Word of God to her. Come on, church. And some of us today 
it's hard to find a place to put in a chapter or two. But I'm going to tell you right now, without prayer and the Word of God coupled together, you'll never make it. In fact, we'll never have revival till we get it in our homes. Until there's something built up in our home, we'll never see revival in this city or in this church. She passed the mantle down. Hallelujah. So Elijah, he remembered how it felt and how it affected him the first time that it fell on him. I I really think in his mind, he began to stir up his mind thinking, you know what, I remember that day and I've never ever had anything like that to happen to me before. You ever had something like that? Something that was so extraordinary that you've never had it to happen before? It was... It was uh, no feeling like it. It was unexplainable. He, he couldn't tell anybody what it felt like. Come on. Oh, I'm about to preach. I'm going to tell you. You can't tell anything about this goodness of God and the Holy Ghost when it comes. You Brother Chris, the reason you acted like you did is because you couldn't tell anybody about it. You didn't have enough words for it. You just had to carry out what you felt. Come on, church. You know why? It brings excitement. <laughs> Woo! Come on. Brother Chris got a hold of the mantle that morning. He had never felt anything like it. How do you expect him to act? Glory. I remember that man getting a hold of me the first time and I don't know how I got in the middle of the church, but I started out up here. And somehow I, I, I ended up in the middle of the church. Come on, church. I'm talking about the mantle. Come on, somebody say the mantle. Oh, glory. So, Elisha says, well, I've watched this thing work all these years. And I, I felt it when it was first placed upon me. So, I believe I'll go back to Jordan. That's where I lost last seen it used, so I'll just go back there. Now he done a little different than Elijah did. He's new at it. Come on. He he's he's trying out something that he's never had a hold of before. So the Bible said he kind of done like oh Elijah did, and he wrapped it together. And he said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And guess what? He showed up. And the waters rolled back for Elisha just like they did Elijah. You, you, you don't know where I'm started to head, but I'm going to tell you again. I hope to God that when we leave this mantle behind, that somebody will pick it up and they'll go back to where they've seen it used before. And said, where is the Lord God of Bishop? Or where is the Lord God of Sister Margaret? Come on. Come on. Whoever had a hold of that mantle, there was power wrapped up in that mantle. Let me tell you, the power never leaves that mantle. Come on, church. 
God's with you all the way down through life. And that mantle is always on fire. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And I like something in verse 11. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Leave us verse 11. I'm not sure. We'll edit it. Don't really matter. You know what he done? He rent his outer garment. You know what? Once you got this mantle, honey, you don't need your garment anymore. And I'll just use the oil of joy for my morning. Come on. Woo, come on. <laughs> Woo. Come on. Sorrow, you got to get out of the way. I'm tired of mourning. I'm tired of all the problems of this world. Now I've got some power. I've got a mantle. Come on. I've got the Holy Ghost. Brother Chris, you can tell the devil that now. I've got the Holy Ghost. I'm empowered. Thank you, Jesus. Glory. Hallelujah. Help me, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. I want you to think about the effect that it would have made upon these sons of the prophets. Now listen. Brother James, listen carefully. I want you to think about the effect it would have had upon these sons of the prophet if the mantle had not worked for Elisha. Like it did Elijah. You've got to remember, they were standing, the Bible said, afar off watching it. So when they was coming, when Elijah smote the waters, it opened up and they come across. Can you, so, can you just imagine what it looked like when they was watching Elisha go back to the water. Well, we'll see if he's really a man of God or not. Come on. Ooh, he's, he's watched Elijah teach us. He's seen all the things that he's done. I wonder if he's real or if he's fake. He's been following around, but I wonder if the same thing happened to him that happened to Elijah. Woo, come on, church. Hallelujah. I, I want somebody to recognize when I leave that there's somebody that's going to take hold the mantle. And I don't want there to be no worship up here. If you're going to take my place, please be a worshiper. In fact, you can't take my place and not be a worshiper. You can't take my place and not back the word of God. It's got to happen. Come on. If somebody's got some anointing, it's going to be heard before they leave here. You're going to know that they've got that anointing. Well, bless God, I want to worship just like Bishop does. Then you want this man. It's the same one that I got a hold of. 
Come on. It was passed down to me with the anointing. And the anointing came upon me. And I pray that the anointing will be upon you when I leave here. Oh, God, I'm feeling this. Brother Alex Mason, don't be surprised when Papa passes from this place that that mantle don't light up on you. And that same message that came from Paul Paul will come out in your life. Come on, church. Come on. I'm talking about passing something down to somebody in your family. I pray that Lucas gets a mantle after you, brother. Let him pass it down to Lucas. Woo! He may, not be, he may not be able to remember the first time daddy preached. But there was some anointing. You know why? Because Brother Malone had done, I'm telling you, a lot of praying and seeking God before he preached that first time. It was no problem to see. You know why? There was a mantle on him then. Brother, keep that mantle alive. And when it comes down to it, pass that same mantle on down to Lucas. Don't leave him without a mantle. Don't leave your kids without a word. Glory, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now I want you to notice something about the mantle. I don't have no idea, brother. Where's that mantle? It's over here. Brother Alex, I forgot who had it last. I don't know, maybe once. Will somebody have it over one end of it? Want to have it over the other? Who knows? Maybe somebody have a hole in four corners. I hope so. Hallelujah. I want you to notice something in scriptures. There's no place, Brother Mason, that I can find that he got in instructions with that man. Nobody directed him how to use that man. You know why? He had seen. John the Baptist says, you, you go to Jesus and say, are you him or do we look for another? He said, tell what you have heard and what you have seen. Elisha said, I don't need anything. I've heard plenty and I've saw plenty. I've watched him use that time after time. I know how you do it. You wrap it together and you smite the devil. And he has to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Woo! He didn't need any instruction. He had the Spirit of God on him. The battle was upon him. Woo! Glory. Somebody say the mantle. Glory. Sister Jean Avira sings that old song. 
And every time I get caught up in the mantle, I start thinking about her song. And she said, the old weapon still works. Oh, Jesus. See, I don't know about you, but that thing had to be old. But I read no place where it was torn or had holes in it. <laughs> Woo! It still works like it always did. There's nothing wrong with it. Come on. Age don't have nothing to do with it. Only there's more power wrapped up in it at the end than there was at the beginning. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Now, I, I don't know whether you studied this or not, but I, let, me, let, me, let me just open eyes a little bit. The mantle was large enough to wrap around you to keep you warm. But there's something else that the mantle was large enough to do. Now, I like this. It was large enough to carry some things in. You, you, you could load your burdens in the mantle. If you didn't have a, a pack mule, to help me preach do you want to help me preach you don't want to help me hey sure Lucas will help me preach come on Lucas come help me preach come on I need you to well James I need you in your father-in-law down on there. That's it. I want y'all to get a hold of the corner here. I want you got a burden now. I want you to pick it up. Come on church. I want you to get a picture of this because I think sometimes we look past what the mantle's for and we think it's just to swing and let the waters open it's to do all those miracles but whether you know it or not when your burdens come that's a miracle you need somebody to carry your burdens and the mantle is filled full anointing come on church and you carry your burdens in it you can wrap up what you don't need and you can put it in it thank you he's liking that isn't he just walk him across the front a little bit. He likes that. Glory. Now I want you to think. You're all laughing, but I want you to. I want you to think about it. That's my burdens, and I've I've got a mantle. Come by, somebody say I got a mantle. <laughs> I can put my burdens in. Come on. Come on. Well, some of you didn't say it. You're just kind of smiling. Do what? What's that mantle for? Oh yeah. Glory. You hear that? You can put your burdens in that mantle. Thank you, guys. I know you're getting tired. That big lug there. 
Thank you, Lucas. I appreciate it, buddy. Worthy of his heart. <laughs> David said, I'm not going to offer anything to the Lord that costs me nothing. I'm a, I, I done that because I'm going to tell you, this is going to cost you something. If you're going to get the mantle passed down to you, it's going to cost you something. There's going to be some early times of prayer in the prayer room. There's going to be some midnight hours when everybody else is sleeping that the Lord's saying, it's time for you to pray. It's time for you to seek God. Come on, church. If you could have the mantle, there's a price to pay for that mantle. Huh. It may mean going through some problems that you really don't want to go through. Thank you, Jesus. Brother Terry, you've been almost at this place before. Back a lot of years ago. I'm going to tell you something. The Lord says He's deserving He's got the mantle. I've passed something down to that family. Woo! <laughs> Come on, that mantle is real. There's power in it. Oh, I would to God that some of you had something to pass down to your children and your grandchildren. I wish somebody learned how to wrap it together and use the thing. I'm going to tell you what bothers me about it. Here's what bothers me about it in our day. You keep me warm so much. I sit back in my recliner with this, and I'll put that over me. Honey, if I don't watch it, I'll be asleep. You know what? People in our day and hour, instead of using it, they fold it up. Bless God, put it on the shelf. You know why? It looks crazy. You know, I look a little bit silly hauling that thing around. But your kids didn't think nothing about it when they were a kid. Oh, they're snugglies. They're blankies. Honey, I remember my grandson, Kevin. 
he had one certain one, Sister McGee. And you could not go no place and leave that thing. In fact, Mama could not even wash it without catching him asleep and throwing it in the washer and drying it real quick. You know why? Because that was his blankie. That was his comforter. Let me tell you, this thing right here is your comforter. When you're in trouble, it's there and you can wrap it together and use it. When you got burdens, you can unfold it and carry your burdens. Come on. It'll help you. You didn't hear me. I couldn't get it out. But the truth is, you can unwrap this and put your burdens in it. And honey, when you pick it up, it's no heavier than it was before. You know why? Cast all your cares upon him. For he cares for you. He'll help you carry your burdens. It's all in the mantle. Whew, I better hurry up. large enough to carry your burdens in I I couldn't I did I, I stopped right there a minute and I, I had to show you carry burdens in it because it's the same mantle that fell on him I don't know Bible don't I don't I don't remember ever reading how long that was I don't know how long that he but I know that was the same mantle that fell upon him but it's behind the oxen And here it is today when he grabs hold of it. It's still doing the same work that it did back then. He had watched, he'd watched, and he'd watched this time after time do great miracles. Hallelujah. The mantle that was used in the old saints before still works. Fred, mom, and dad's mantle still works. I've tried it out. In the midnight hours, in the wee hours of the morning, I know it still works. I don't tell this, and I, I don't think I've ever told it in public, truth is. But I remember a night I was sitting in my office, and it was in the wee hours of the morning. Brother Mason... So help me. I heard Josh Johnson's voice speak right at the end of my trailer. And when I did that, the Holy Ghost hit me. And I began to speak and rebuke the devil. And I didn't know why. I was rebuking the enemy. And just amazing that his brother's dog never ever made noise. But at that same time, that dog's bark. Man, it hit me, and I began to pray. We didn't know it till I don't even know where it was the next day. I don't remember the, the day after. Maybe it was the next day. Found out somebody was trying to break in their back door, and they didn't even know it. But I'm telling you, something put him on the run. Come on, church. I'm telling you. I want God to speak to me in the midnight hours and let me know that somebody needs prayer. And the only way I knew is because I heard Josh's voice just as plain as he was speaking to me face to face. 
I even wanted to go out and look, but I couldn't because anointing and the Holy Ghost was in there so strong that I had to keep on praying. Come on, church. You don't know what. Come on, God's going to send you to do with the mantle. You do not know how God is going to move on you in the midnight hours to save, to help somebody, to protect them from danger. Brother Fred, we probably never count the times that mom and dad got us boys out of bed and took us someplace because they felt like praying for somebody. And I guarantee you, anytime we went, there was somebody needed prayer. Come on, church, I'm talking about the mantle. Somebody say the mantle. I want to pass that down to my children. Come on. I want them to be awakened in the midnight hours to pray for somebody, to seek somebody, to stand in the gap for them. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mantle was not changed or altered, Brother Mason. It was just handed down as is. Glory. Our method, our method may change. Sister Dawn, she preached to me. If y'all don't know it, I, I vowed I'd never get a smartphone. And I really didn't aim to. But when I get to, went to get one, they didn't have one no more. The only... The only thing they had is a little flip phone that all you could do is talk on. That's it. And my kids, you know, they're used to texting, sending pictures and junk. He said, the closest thing I can give you to that is this one. That He said, it's the lowest thing I got. It's the dumbest phone I got. No, anyway, that ain't what he said, but that's what I thought. He, and I thought, well, that's the one I need because I'm a dummy. Give me that dumb phone and let me go. So I've battled that thing all weekend. I've, I've pestered Sister Dawn and Brother Paul and everybody else I could come in contact about that crazy phone. Yeah, it's, it's, it's plumb silly because the other day I was riding in my car and I was on the Indiana side so I could, I could answer it. My daughter Paula called me and I, could, I couldn't answer it. I couldn't find out. I kept hitting that little green phone and it wouldn't do a thing. You got to swipe that thing. I, I, come on, I'll just use it my own words. You got to worship that thing before it'll answer. Let me tell you something. You may think that's funny, but the truth is, you got to swipe God with some worship or He's not going to answer you. I set you up. I know I did. Come on. You got to worship Him. You got to praise Him. You got to pray or He's not going to answer. So I thought, man, that was simple. Same result. The only thing, I was just trying to punch him. You can't punch a phone to accept him to answer. You got to swipe it. You can take that credit card, 
and you can go into Walmart and you can punch that thing all you want to and it'll never do nothing. You got to swipe it. If you want paid, if you want your bill paid, you got to swipe it. You can't punch it. There is too many people that's in the church that they want to punch it, but they don't want to swipe it. They're going. Why don't you swipe it? Sometimes I want to look at them and say, hey, dummy, swipe it and it'll be answered. I can do that now. I've got the smartphone. Come on, church. Come on, church. I'm talking about the mantle. Man, I got to hurry. <sighs> Hallelujah. Oh, Jesus. So my method had to change. Still, still same message, still, still the phone call. But I had to change my method before I could get it. Now, I'm going to tell you, you may have to change your method to get close to God. But the message is going to stay the same. You can't change the message and get more anointing in the mantle. you got to keep the same message that was given to you. tell you there is churches all over the United States apostolic Pentecostals no disrespect any come on assemblies of the Lord Jesus Christ United Pentecost there are all I'm going to tell you there are some of them that's fallen one by one you know why they're wanting to change the message instead of the method we got to change the method but Lord God keep the message the same it cannot change Oh, oh, Whew, glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Our, must, our message of holiness must not change. Come on. Holiness without which no man shall see God. It's got to stay the same. I got to dress holy. <laughs> Baptism in Jesus' name cannot change. It's not three persons in the Trinity. <laughs> it's one God. He's manifested three different ways, but He's one God. Hallelujah. Look up the word person in the dictionary and see what it says. They can't say He's three persons. That ain't talking about spirits. It's talking about a person like I'm walking fleshly. Don't give me that garb. I come too late. I've read the dictionary. And I've read the word of God. And they agree. Oh, Jesus. Hallelujah. Jesus does not change. He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. There's no shadow of turning him. No variableness at all in him. I think we need to kind of just go with the flow. Sister Margaret, you gave me an article years back. A church in California. 
Pentecostal church. He, uh, he told his audience, he said, we are no longer going to speak in tongues in this church because it's running too many people off. And it brought the newspapers in. If you want to bring the newspapers in, you know, you all oh, you got to tell. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell them. You, you can tell them, hey, we're going to have a healing service Sunday morning. There's going to be people healed. Hey, newspaper, be here. But when you tell them you're about to back down and you ain't going to speak in tongues no more, they'll really be here. Come on, that's followed us for over 2,000 years. You may want to give that up, but I'm not willing to give up my mantle. I'm not willing. I'm going to keep the mantle that Mama Brother Greg handed down to me. I'm not going to give that up. Daddy passed it down to us, Fred. I'm not giving up my mantle. I've heard of young men that backslid, Brother Mason. They was in a bar, and somebody started talking about Pentecostal apostolic, and they hung up for Mama. Said, don't you say nothing about those apostolic Pentecostal people. My mama's one of those, and they're real. Even a drunk knows better than that. Come on, even they recognize the power of God. Mercy. I gotta hurry. Glory. Hallelujah. Numbers 20, 25 through. 28 it says take Aaron and Eliezer his son and bring them into the Mount Hor and strip Aaron of his garments and put them on Eliezer his son and Aaron shall be gathered into his people and shall die there and Moses did as the Lord commanded and they went up to Mount Hor in the sight of all the congregation and Moses stripped Aaron of his garments and he put them on Eleazar, his son. And Aaron died there on the top of the mountain. And Moses and Eleazar came down from the mountain. The same anointing that was on daddy was placed on the son. Hear me, church. Hear me. We are in no time to let up. This is no time to give up or quit. If you want something to pass down to your son, you better get busy and get it together. Come on. If you want them to know how God saves souls, you better start giving your testimony right now. Somebody needs to hear your testimony. That's how you witness. I don't care if you don't know any word of God. Give them the testimony of what God's done for you and that'll touch them. People will be drawn to you because of the mantle. Not because they see it, but because they feel the effects of it. Now, I, now let me, let me. I'm, I'm just going to get down to business real quick. When they took the anointing off of Aaron, he died. You want to give it up? 
you give up the anointing. You're dead meat. I'm not saying literally, but spiritually you're dead. And you want to give up this for that? You want to give up this feeling for no feeling? Let me tell you, you've just opened yourself up to the devil and every false doctrine that walks by. Because if you don't believe in truth, you're going to believe in something. Oh, I would to God that somebody grabbed the mantle. I'm about to close. Matthew 28, 20. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting ready to close. Brother Mason, you can come to piano. I'm turning this over to you anyhow after this so you know how you're going to handle it. Matthew 28, 20 says, teaching them to observe. Hey, teaching them. Teaching Lucas's. Teaching Xavier's. Come on. Teaching to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even until the end of the world. Amen. I'm here to tell somebody tonight that the old weapon still works. It's still just as powerful now as it was the day you received it. In fact, it should be more powerful now. That old, that old saying that practice makes perfect, there's a, lot of, there's a lot of truth in that. The more you practice this thing and use it, the more it goes into that man. It don't tell me who Elisha passed it down to or if, if he did it don't give us no record of that but can you imagine the next guy that received it a double portion of Elijah he probably shucked for an hour before he's able to use it because Elijah had seven miracles Elisha had 14 think about that It's the same mantle. The only thing that's changed, it's got more power in it now than it did. You can't afford, church, to let your mantle fade. It don't want nothing to do with sin, so don't get it dirty. That's why I didn't eat to. It's washed by the water of the word. It's clean, ever wet. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. I'm going to open this altar. And if you're not sure tonight, some of you sitting under sound. If you're not sure that you got something to pass on down to the next generation, then 
I would advise you to come this place and seek God. Because I don't think there's an individual here that does not want to pass something down to the next generation. Let it be said that Daddy always was at church and now service work unless there was something that kept him so he could absolutely not be there. He was so sick he could not make it. You know what? When you've really got a hold of the mantle, there's something within you that just won't let you go. I remember Brother Mason getting home from the hospital. I'd been in her nine days because I had problems. My wife begged me not to come to church when I came the first time. She said, dear, it's too early. You're too weak. You do not need to go. But I came. And that was when the little pews were still sitting at the very back. And I dropped in that little pew there. I won't forget it. And it wasn't easy to sit there. But Brother Terry, after triple bypass, there was something within me and said, you got to get to church. I didn't feel like it, but my soul felt like it. There was something within me that would not give up, and I, I came and I sat. And I went home and I paid for it. I got sicker than a dog. You don't want to get sick when you've just had your chest split open, eight, eight inches of it split open. You don't want that. But I made it through it. And I'm here and I'm really well today. I really am. My health is good. Every place I go that knows that we've had tri I've had triple bypass surgery. In fact, we went to visit my wife's aunt yesterday. In Alany. Because she had had an accident, fell in the tub and broke her femur bone and she's 90 years old getting ready to turn 91 you know what she's still she's still holding on to God though. and I did find out that smartphone was good for one thing I'll just let you in on it because when I got to Alany because she was at a place that I'd really never been I thought it'd probably be close hospital I went in that area it wasn't there so I pooched in the little the address and poked that, told me exactly where to go, and I ended up right in the right place. Thank God for smartphones for dumb people. Come on, church. I believe there's I believe there's this God that's calling you to this place tonight. Because I believe there's some people that's got a desire in here to have something to pass down. God bless you tonight. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you would like more information about our services and activities, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
with the username FACMC. Again, that's FACMC. Thank you, and have a blessed day.